Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Um, praise the Lord to those that uh, decided to come. I, I can't fault uh, for those that, uh, you know, you think the idea that you're not going to have the restroom be able to go to understand that. Uh, we had a um, pretty bad situation Wednesday night. Um, it, um, we had the nursery completely covered and flooded um, with um, uh, with sewer water. Uh, and um, not we hadn't had a chance to get it taken care of as of yet because I had to be in uh, checking it at St. Thomas at 5.30 on Thursday morning. And then after my procedure, I, they wanted me to um, uh, rest and not move around in case of before they went in and they break loose and bleed. So I haven't had an opportunity to. Kessie came over yesterday and shampooed those carpets in the nursery to get them clean uh, and, and done that. And so uh, the situation is not resolved. Um, we'll be contacting the people to check on the grinder pump uh, uh, tomorrow, and um, hopefully we'll get it taken care of real soon. But we're glad for everybody that's here. We're glad um, our are, uh, are we live streaming today, Chris? Um, we welcome those by means of the live stream. Uh, and um, we're going to start out um, uh, today uh, with prayer. And has anybody got a special prayer request you'd like us to remember in prayer? Anybody got a prayer request? Yes. Let's remember that request, Sister Mary, and we will continue to remember uh, Brother Paul and Sister Edna as well, uh, and Brother Wayne and Sister Lynn, and um, Shelly and Paul, we pray for them. Anybody else got a prayer? Yes. Anybody else? All right, we want to remember Ronnie, Michelle, and Layla. They're on the road headed to Savannah, Georgia, taking a little little trip, and um, let's pray for them. Um, and I uh, request your prayers and for the benefit of those who have been Want to know and ask, I did do the heart cath um, on Thursday and uh, didn't get the um, um, report that uh, I was expecting. I'm for sure about that. I was expecting something far different, but the uh, cardiologist told me I had multiple blockages and that stents wouldn't do any good. And um, they um, uh, are going to be setting up a time. Uh, for that surgery, and of course, I'm taking this time until they contact me just to pray and get some guidance myself from the Lord. I, I'm, I want that. I've always sought the Lord in everything and decision I make, so I'm definitely going to do it over something like this. So, I just request your prayers. Are, are there any unspoken requests today, Brother Uplifting Hand? Yes. Uh, let's pray for our service today that God's 
were blessed. We had a tremendous service yet last week. That's one reason why we decided uh, not to cancel the whole service. We just felt like all the stuff is a test uh, of the enemy. And after God moved in such a great way last week, we didn't want to just call it off completely. And so um, uh, let's just pray that God's will will move in this service. Let's all stand and we're going to go to God in prayer right now. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in your holy mighty name. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be in your house on this day. God, you've given us a beautiful day, a time to worship you and to give you honor and praise. And you heard the prayer request that was mentioned today, and we bring them before the throne of grace. You are a prayer answering God. Nothing impossible with you. You see every hand that was raised, and we're believing you for victory, God. We're believing you for deliverance. We're believing you for healing, God. Those um, who are lost, God, are cold, Lord, are backslidden. We're praying for them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And bless our service today, God. We dedicate this to you as we worship your name and declare your word on today. We just believe you and thank you in Jesus' name. Let the church say, Give the Lord a hand clap while you you can be seated. <coughs> I'm going to go ahead and <coughs> make some announcements and do our devotional things. It kind of went backwards today, but um, Michelle um, has got a birthday coming up. On Thursday, they're not here, but she's in the car. They may be watching with the app, so let's <laughs> wish her a birthday. <coughs> uh, Angela Grogan got one on Thursday. And Douglas and Cecilia's got an anniversary on Saturday. Amen. There was to be a ladies' meeting today, but that's been postponed. We will give you details about that later. And um, right now, our plans are still for the um, fellowship breakfast next Sunday. Um, if um, um, I'm believing it, we'll get everything taken taken care of. And so, if if, if we're not able to do it, we will. Uh, you just uh, uh, listen up to what we send out, and uh, but um, it's still a, a go right now, and we will start serving at nine o'clock. And this is just a um, a light um, thing, you know, like we've done before. We'll serve from nine to nine forty-five. So if you want to get something, you got to got to be here by nine forty-five. Uh, I don't want to be up here preaching next Sunday, look back and see somebody gnawing on a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So uh, uh, please um, remember that. Um, and uh, uh, remember the Sunday school snack drive. Uh, we are collecting. We are doing this to help our local schools, the teachers mainly. We know that a lot of teachers has to pull out of their own pocketbook to buy things for kids. And um, uh, there's a, a, a tote up back there in the back. You've seen it. It's beginning to get filled up. If you haven't 
brought anything, any kind of snack for that, please uh, uh, do so and get it here uh, uh, Wednesday or at least by next uh, uh, Sunday uh, so we can um, ha- uh, just have a good presentation on that. Um, anything that's uh, individually ri- wrapped uh, but no, um, in it, nothing with peanuts in it because there's so much peanut allergies and stuff like that. Uh, um, please don't bring any um, anything like that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and announce on the 27th uh, of this month, we're going to be doing the same thing that we're doing today uh, because um, we're going to be going uh, out of town. And best I can remember, long as I've been pastoring, uh, my own personal time, my own personal vacation, uh, I've always worked around. The only time I've not been here for service if I had to be out to go in another meeting somewhere or something like that, but not vacation-wise. But we're going to take a, a, a trip, um, and we're going to be catching, we've got to catch a plane that Sunday uh, afternoon, so to get leave here and to get there, uh, uh, get on the plane, uh, we decided that we're going to start the worship service early on the 27th. So uh, remember that, and then there won't be uh, a service on Wednesday night, August the 30th. Uh, uh, after that, while we will be uh, out of town, and uh, I'm definitely, I definitely for sure will not be having any kind of surgery before this because I'll be telling them uh, this week and I'll, this is something we've already planned and got uh, plane tickets for and everything. So um, please uh, remember that. And there again, don't forget that snack drive for the school. And I, one other thing, you know the daily bread that we make available for everybody um, um uh, throughout the year for your devotional. Sometimes during the year they give us some extra booklets, and this booklet right here is a really good little book. I done looked through it. It's called Unshakable, uh, and it's uh, ten true stories of people who had to go through some hard times in their life, but they was resilient in it, and they stood the test and uh, uh, and made it. And it's uh, Ten Reflections on Resilience. We've got that on the uh, welcome desk out there. If you'd like to pick up one, uh, do so. Um, and uh, there's a few shirts left. If you didn't order one of our new polo shirts, uh, we we got some extra. And you can buy. We've got women's two size extra large. And then the men's, we got a, one large, we got four extra large, and we got one uh, 2X. And uh, if you didn't order one, but you'd like to have one, see Sister Kessie, and she will get you fixed up uh, on those. God's good. And all the time, I'm going to go to Isaiah for our devotion reading this morning. Chapter 40, and we're going to begin to read at verse 28 down through verse 31. And this is what it reads like. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, 
neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Think about that. Hallelujah. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord, amen. I love this verse. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Of course, you know, they put music to that, and we sing that sometimes. Hallelujah. No matter what situation you can find yourself in, God's going to be there with you. And in those times when you feel weak and helpless, he's right there. Amen. And he promised never to leave us nor forsake us. Do you believe that? Amen. Now, I know our crowd is, is small today. And, and like I said, that's understandable. But the Bible said, where as many as two or three are gathered in his name, he's in the midst. So we're going to have church. Amen. So we're going to begin right now. Let's give the Lord a hand clap while the praise team comes, and let's worship the Lord.
Prayer. God answers prayer. 
wonderful, mighty, magnificent name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God, praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your presence today. Thank you for Lord. And he's good to us. Amen. He's been better to me than I've been to myself. Lord. Amen. It's just great to be able to fellowship and worship. Amen. In the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I had a... Uh, uh, unexpected phone call came, I think it was yesterday, and uh, some of you will probably know if you spend much time on uh, social media, this is a guy that um, has um, connected with some of the archives of Nashville, and he posts a lot of old pictures of Nashville, uh, and um, he uh, uh, he called me yesterday, um, not expecting it, and uh, um, talking about my situation and what the doctors. And uh, he said, "Well, he said if you if you got to have that uh, heart surgery done, he said I'm glad to hear that you're doing it uh, at uh, uh, St. Thomas West because they're the, some of the best in the nation." He said, "So you're going to be in good hands." And I told Ronnie afterwards, I said, "I'm already in good hands." Hallelujah. Come on, glory to God. I commit myself to God before I will any man any day. Hallelujah. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost moving right now. Glory to God. Mm. And I think right now, amen, will be a good time for uh, me to get uh, Jaylee to come up and do that song. She was supposed to sing last week, and we got to see, you know how the service was. And we didn't get a chance to get up here, but I just want her to come sing that song, All My Hope Is In Jesus. Hallelujah. I first. Um couple weeks ago it was burning for me to say this but God moved in too and I didn't get a chance to say it because I'm a I want to follow the order of service I should have just stood up and done it I looked at mom and said I need to testify she was like was, we were literally saying amen okay so it was like next Sunday then God moved and I said if we get to sing this song I'm going to testify because we're singing and y'all know when I testify I'm going to cry um, all my hope so we went to camp, and I had car trouble. I had to get the car fixed while I was at camp. And 
it was God that we made it to camp. And then I thought it, I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus, for letting me make it to camp. And I get in the car and I drive home. And I get to right before we get off our exit to get to the house. And I hear this noise that I thought I ran over something. And I was like, oh, no. Mom's like, you should probably check your tires and make sure your lug nuts didn't fall off. Because I had tire trouble is what I had to get fixed. I was like, okay. And I looked when we got home. And I was like, no, they're all there. And they told me I needed an alignment. He said, I got you to where you'll get home. But when you get home, you need an alignment. I was like, okay. I drove the next, what, two, three days. Because we got home on Wednesday. I drove the car Thursday, Friday. Saturday, I was like, "This is the car was not driving right. It was not, I just can't explain it. You have to be in the car to understand. But like, my wheel would turn one way, and I just have to think it. And I was like, oh, man, this really needs an alignment. And so I was like, all right, Mom, I, I can't drive the car no more. I don't feel comfortable. I've got to drive your car until I can get to the, to the place. And so I got into the, I drove her car Monday to work. Tuesday, I took it to a place in Gallatin. By the way, phenomenal people, General Tires. Ever need anything done, and you're close by. And I got it there. Said I just I, all I told him was I need an alignment. Didn't tell him I had any previous work done. Nothing. Just said I need an alignment. They're like, okay. They call me an hour after and was like, so ma'am. Um, they said they text me when they text me and said we need you to call. I knew right then. I was like, uh oh. I called and they said, ma'am, we don't know how you made it to the shop. They said the guy went to test drive your car and your wheel fell completely off the car. Apparently a bolt. When I heard that noise was a bolt that fell out of my car, and which could happen. And I drove that car for three days without the car technically being intact. And so I got so overwhelmed, and I'm like, okay, okay, we'll just fix it. Like what, He's like, well, now your axle's broke and all this other stuff. And he's like, I can fix it today, which that's a God factor because what, what place has the parts these days? He was like, I can get you back on your feet today. I still need X, Y, and Z still done to the car, but I can drive the car. I hung up the phone. I instantly, I'm in the middle of clinic working. I was like, I have to go outside. I called mom, and I was crying. I was like, hold on before you freak out. I'm not upset. I was like, these are happy tears because, but God, he kept us safe, and he got us home. And he, If I would have been driving on the interstate and that wheel fall off that car, whether I was coming home or whether I was with Jaylee. And so this song, <laughs> this song is literally all my hope is in Jesus because we prayed over that car going to camp, coming home from camp. When the car started acting funny, I was like, okay, Jesus, just let me get there. Just This is my only means of transportation. So I just got to give God the glory for keeping his hand upon us.
in Jesus. Amen. Amen. I love that song. Praise the Lord. We don't have nothing to worry. We don't have nothing to fret about if our hope is in him. Praise God. We're going to worship God in giving right now. And, uh, and several ways you can give. You can give by the kiosk out on the welcome desk or uh, uh, those of you watching online, you can go 
to our website, ChristFamilyChurchNashville.org. Every which way, of course, it's really easy if you got if you've downloaded our app. Amen. It makes it to really easy that way. But um, we're going to ask God's blessing upon that offering right now. Father God, we come to you today. We thank you and we praise you so far for the service that we've experienced, God, in your presence, God. And now, God, we worship you in our giving. And I'm asking you to bless every gift that's given. Bless both the gift and the giver. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus, let everybody say, God bless you as you give today. Giving is a part of worship. Amen. Trouble sometimes are Philemon's hearts with thee. Freedom we all hold you. Now it's a stay. a confirmation. If that didn't give me a heart attack, I'm great. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. God's good. And all the time, praise the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I, things, the way things worked out, Ronnie uh, uh, and Michelle being out of town today, and um, so uh, um, we just recently had uh, new members come into the church. You know, they joined our fellowship here two or three weeks back, and Brother Pat is fixing to uh, uh, minister the word to us. But I want to, uh, Brother Chase to stand and give us a word right now, Brother. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Hallelujah. We all got to come to the point and place to realize that we all are just, we're servants of Jesus Christ. Amen. And um, nobody in Bible ever had the experience with God like Moses. He's the only one that ever seen God face to face, the Bible tells us. I mean, he had an extraordinary walk with God. But when, when Moses went on and it was time to pass the torch to the next man, 
when God spoke to Joshua about Moses, he said, he didn't say Moses, my prophet, or Moses, uh, my apostle, or Moses, my preacher, or Moses, my miracle worker. Hey, he helped out his staff in the Red Sea party. That's a miracle, amen? But he didn't recognize Moses for none of that. He said, Moses, my servant is dead. Lord, help me to always know and realize I'm a servant of you above all things. And you know what? That's more prestigious than saying I'm a pastor or I'm anything else. I, would, I just want, and, and matter of fact, everybody, we've got a habit in Pentecost. We talk about ministers like myself. Said, well, there's a man of God. You know what? Rather than people call me a man of God, I wish they would call me a man who loves God. Hallelujah. I want to be known as a man who loves God. Wow. Praise your name. We're going, we're going to um, um, send our children to children's church this time and greet one another. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. Well, it feels so good just being here again. It feels so good feeling what I feel again. There's just nothing I like better than God's people getting together. Feels so good being here again.
All right, let's give the Lord a hand clap while you make your way back to your seats. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Check one, two, one, two. God's good. And all the time, give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. I want to apologize again for the inconvenience of not having restrooms today. But uh, we didn't realize it in Noah, but everybody knows when the storm come through, uh, lightning struck and it took out two of our AC units. We had to get that repaired. And evidently it did something to the grinder pump on the sewer line. And we got in here Wednesday night and the water started going everywhere. So, uh, you know, we haven't been able to get that taken care of yet, but uh, we're going to be, uh, be on it this coming week for sure. So, so I just want to, um, uh, Brother Pat, when you see people start squirming, and you see me stand, and you see me standing, looking like this. It's time to go. Hallelujah! Huh? Oh Lord, no, 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 no! Come on, brother. We appreciate this man. Uh, we go back many years. Him, his family, and as I mentioned, I think a couple of weeks ago, uh, his mama used she could sing like an angel. Uh, Sister Darlene talks about your mom all the time and how how good she sung and everything and. But let's give the Lord a hand clap, probably. I'll try not to be too long. I was thinking when the brother was uh, quoting the Romans 12 and 1, it, and the, but the second verse tells us something very important. It says, Be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable will of the Lord. So it's come to us, behooves us today to have a connection. That's, uh, that's my uh, title today, is to have a connection. All of us should have a direct line to God, our own personal line. When we leave this church, we should be going to leave this church the same way we, or better than what we came in because every time we come, we need to be blessed. I ain't got to tell you, everybody don't dance to preaching anymore. They dance to songs. But you know what? The Word of God is just as easy to get excited about. You can holler out, amen, or something to let God know that you are in control. Let God know that he's ready to do what he wants to do. All we have to do is release it. Are you connected? I am the vine, and my father is the husbandman. I am the vine. He made that very clear. Second verse, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it might bring more fruit, more fruit. God wants us to bring forth fruit. 
he's got a gardener out there in, in, in the spiritual uh, garden pruning us up. What it said? Prove yourself. Prove yourself. Am I connected? You know, people can come in church and shout and dance all day. Y'all can be seated, please. I do it a little different than everybody else. They can dance all day in church. Maybe even get a little excited about the message. But once they leave, they hang their Christianity up at the door and come back and get it when they come back in. If you're serving God, people should know it. I tell you what, when I used to work, everybody in my everybody that I worked with knew I was a preacher. They knew it. And most of the time, I didn't have to tell them that I was even a minister. They, you're a preacher, ain't you? Because I can't keep my mouth shut sometimes. Yeah. So we've got to be connected to the vine. And what did he say the vine was? That I am the vine. You are the branches. You either hot or cold, because if you lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. Come on, preacher. Come on, let's tell it like it is. You got somebody that comes in, are you hot or are you cold? Are you connected? Let's go to the next verse, John 3, 15, 3. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. In other words, he made a short statement there that explained everything he wanted. He wanted us to be connected to him and he wanted us to keep on going because if we if we fall in short of God, our branches are going to get weak. Come on, our branches are going to get weak. God said, you are the branch. Tighten up. That branch starts getting a little less feeding. It gets a little smaller, a little smaller, falls off the tree. You, know, you got to go back and start all over again, I hope. I am the vine. Woo. Are you ready? Hmm. Let's do the next verse. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye accept me, except you by uh, abide in me. He says, you have got to abide in me, I've got to abide in you. Just like when the Father sent Jesus down here. He said, hey, I want you to do exactly as I say. I want you to abide in me. When I speak word, I want it to be done. God loves us. He ain't going to make us serve him. He's not going to make us love him. No, we got to have that faith that we're going to hang on. You know, hang on there. Don't let it all go. So many times we start getting down and out, and we forget what's going on for us. We forget to try to imagine to read the Word or, or think of the Bible. You know, if you know the Bible well enough, you can be driving down the street and thinking about the Word and what it says. Well, I tell you, I'm, I'm a, I don't remember the whole Bible like I used to. I'm a little bit older, but uh, God brings it to me. Let's read uh, John 14. And uh, 19. Or John 15 and 14. Yeah, I'll get that right in a minute. <laughs> uh, four. I think it's probably 14, but anyway. 
If ye shall do anything in my name, ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. Let's go to verse 5. I'm cutting it short, people. I'm not uh, going to hunt and hold long, so y'all just hang in there. I can do an hour and a half message or I can do a 20-minute message. I, I trained myself. <laughs> How many love God? Woo, bring it on. Bring the word down. This bird needs to fall like a song does, huh? Woo! Tell you something, you think you gotta have the Holy Ghost today? sacrifice we're not getting anywhere we have got to start sacrificing something the church is going is getting to the where so much social media takes to a time out of the word of God takes time out of being a Christian I, I had to put myself on a diet sometime or a fast no social media for so many days that's hard but I do it why because God wants us to spend time honoring him Huh? Matthew 5 48 says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Woo, be not conformed to this world. Have a transformation. You know, when people get the Holy Ghost, they're supposed to be a change going on. You're supposed to see them get different and different. If you don't get saved, if you quit changing, you know you're not connected to Him. If you quit doing things that ain't good, you know you're not connected. The Bible said the body is the temple of God. God don't want us to put a lot of stuff in bodies that we do. Mm, no, he don't. Now, I could go on with that for a while, but I'm not going to. Just imagine uh, whatever you do that might harm the vessel of God. That's a sin. Because he don't want you to do that. You've got to be willing to set aside the old in and I'm going to live for you if I go to the grocery store I'm going to stop somebody and say do you know Jesus are you apostolic do you believe in the Jesus name we've got to be as Acts the second chapter and the 34th verse Peter asked Christ he said what shall we do to be saved Jesus said must be born again, of course. He said, Be ye therefore baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the Holy Ghost. So many people, they get in here and they struggle with it, and they don't understand how to live for God. That's what our preachers are for, is to lead you how to live for the Lord. And one way is not going out and putting stuff in your body you shouldn't. But, you know, the, the next verse said, and be, for this is a promise unto you and to your children, even as many as far off and even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So he said, I'm putting this Holy Ghost out for my people. 
I shed my blood for my people. I hung on the cross for my people. I didn't stop. I said I wanted to. Father, let this cup pass from me. But he said I didn't do that. He said I went ahead and I shed my blood. That way you could have the sins removed. When we get to the point where people can tell that we're something different and come up and ask us something, we're going to be getting somewhere. We're going to know that God is shining off us. Hallelujah. Where was I at on that? Four? Five. Yeah. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I, and I in him, same, bring forth much fruit. Without me? Yeah. Without me? Nothing. God is the only reason why we got why we able to get up out of bed, why we be able to come to church without restrooms. He is all right. My God's all right. I still feel good about it. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Too many people do miss it for the world. Hmm. They do. Oh. We got, to, we got to ride one side of the fence. Are we going to be a sinner or are we going to be a Christian? There's no in-between. You either love God and you serve God and you're connected to him or you're a sinner. You're lost. You're bound for a fiery grave. Yeah. Bound for a fiery grave. If you can't prove you're a Christian, you're bound. How to prove Christian? You shouldn't have to prove it, really, if you tell somebody, oh, I thought there was something different about you. Got to get out and compel to come in. I, I pastored a, helped pastor a church uh, back in the late 70s. We went around the church, around the residential area around that church, knocked on doors, and I can't tell you, there was a church there. I ain't going to put no names, but there was two other churches in that community and people was telling me, I have never had nobody knock on my door to go to church. What was they doing? They wasn't abiding in the vine. They weren't connected to the vine. If they was, people would have been coming there because somebody went out and compelled them to come in. Jesus said, I'm not going to make you come in. That's what he said. I'm not going to make you serve me. I, you're going to do it on your own. You're going to do it on your own. He said, but. I'm going to send the Holy Ghost to help you. So we got to be connected to the vine. Ask yourself, am I fully connected? Am I getting the nourishment I need? Am I getting all the vitamins that I need? We have got to be willing to lay down our lives. And some of us are scared of the wolf. Do want to. They don't want to do it. They're scared of it. Lay down your life. Jesus did. Why can't we? Huh? If they're gonna, if they're gonna kill me for worshiping the name of Jesus, I, then they might as well go ahead and do it. I'm not gonna deny my God. I bet He's brought me through too much. He's brought us all through a lot. I can imagine the stories that could come out of this congregation of what God has brought us through. Woo! But praise God, we've got somewhere we can go. The woman that had an issue of blood, she said, "I don't need." She, well, she didn't say it, but you know, she didn't need to touch Him. She just needed. Touch the hem of the garment. Touch the hem of the garment. That's her faith. 
her face wasn't that I got to touch him. She said, if I can just get close enough to touch him with the garment, I know I'll be whole. And sure enough, as she fought her way through the crowd, and she got up there and touched the hem of her garments, her blood was pure. No more blood problems. Why? Because she had faith, and she knew that God could take care of it. Hmm. You know, that, that could have been a cancer causing that. I don't know that it's ever exactly said what it was caused, but she had an issue of blood. So she had blood problems, maybe cancer. You know, you never know. But she knew her God could heal her. You know, we are spending so much trouble out in the world nowadays. Not out in the world, but we spend so much time doing things that ain't for God. We don't have time for God. We got time. For, I'm not going to say don't have this stuff because I've got it. But we got we to always find time for TV. Always find time to go on social media, always find time to go out to the grocery store because that's things that we feel like we really need. Well, the grocery store you do need. Do you need the TV? Nope. Nope. But if you know how to push that button, there's nothing wrong with it. Got to get news, weather. But Jesus said, all you got to do is push my button and be attached to the vine. Hallelujah. I said a tax to the vine. Oh, hallelujah. I am the vine, ye are the branches. Take that to the next verse, please. If a man abide in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and his withered, and mom, men together, men greater, gather, yeah them and cast them into the fire and they are burned think about that a little bit on a spiritual mode he's saying in other words if you're not on me and you're not connected to me then you're not on me you're going to burn you're going to die out you're going to burn is what it's saying they gather you up cast you in the fire how many want to be cast into a fire I don't think anybody wants to Lucifer didn't want to be cast into it, but he did. Lucifer thought he was doing so good. Let's go to the next verse. If ye abide in me and my words, come on, hear this, abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done. Mm-mm-mm. Praise the Lord. What about Lazarus? God came through, I think it said like three days or something. He was already gone, dead. God didn't have to lay a hand on him. According to the Bible, God called him out. Come on out, Lazarus. And he did. He didn't have to get down there and do a, and do a dance or get down there and pray. He just said, come on out. You're going to be living for me again. Come on. God can do anything he wants to do. He can do anything he wants to do. Next verse. I'm trying to hurry. I know. Herein is my father glorified. And ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. We are all disciples of God if we bear the fruit. We have got to bear the fruit. How many of you have anger problems? Boy, when I was younger, I'd snap off quick. But as I got older, I mellowed down. Now it takes a lot to get me mad. 
I prayed a lot over that because I had anger issues. But I prayed and God helped me with it. I couldn't do it by myself. God has to work on it. We've got to learn to call on God. Call on God before you go to the Tylenol bottle. Call on God before you go to the aspirin bottle. Call on God first. Because he said, I am number one. I am the king, and I am ready to save you. I am ready to feed you. But you got to call on me. Call on me. If we don't have a prayer line to heaven, we're in a lot of trouble, folks. We better have that prayer line straight, tight, all the way there. Don't need to be sagging. Just, just picture like a wire going across. If that thing's sagging, it's getting a little bit too much. It's not getting enough. If that thing is straight and tight, he's connected to the branch real well. So God wants us to do this. He wants us to remember what he's done for us. Why do we, why do we shout and sing and, and praise him? Because it said praise him on the instruments. It said praise him in the word. Let's get to the next verse. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If we can get the love of Christ in us all the way, we're going to be, Christ is going to be happy with us. Mm. People say, well, you can't be perfect. Well, the Bible tells us to be perfect. But you know, a lot of people, a man judges if he's perfect or not. Man has no say so. As long as our hearts are connected to God, as long as we're connected to that branch, we are taken care of. Come on. We are taken care of. Let's get the next verse. If ye keep my commandments, uh uh-oh, we got to do something now. Ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. We've got to keep the commandments. Everybody knows if you've been a Christian very long, the Ten Commandments. If you don't, read it. It's literal. It's actual. It wants you to actually do what it says. A lot of people have trouble coming from the spiritual part to what that Bible actually means. Some of it is exactly what it said, and some of it to, to preachers gives a little bit of a spiritual deal. You know, it's different. But God said, all you have to do is prove yourself to me. Mm. Read that last verse. Oh, we almost done. Yeah. If ye love me, keep my commandments. That's St. John 14 and 15. If ye love me, you'll keep my commandments. If you break one commandment, you better ask forgiveness. We have forgiveness, but if we sin, we have to forgive. Had to call on God. Lord, please forgive me. Paul said, I die out daily. I decrease so that Christ can increase in me. Once we decide to get rid of the human uh, or our, our body and decide to turn it all over to God, things are going to change. A man can look at anybody and find a fault. Well, a lot of this is personal conviction. You know, a lot of it is. Somebody might believe different than you about something, but that don't mean they're wrong or you're wrong. Huh? Just because it's said don't mean it make it right or wrong. It's what's in their heart. That's between them and their God. 
No, if you do things you shouldn't do, that's between you and your God. But I'll tell you and ask you not to do it if it's going to destroy your temple. I think y'all can read between the lines. Smoke it. Smoke it. Do you? It's what they proved what it does. They proved it, had, it, it causes cancer of the lung. They proved it causes COPD. Come on. Why? Because the temple of Christ was destroyed by that cigarettes. And I wasn't even going to say that, but God told me to anyhow. Yes, hallelujah. Now Jesus said, pulling, Jesus didn't say this, but I got one more thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to, I'm going to try to stop. Does you pulling in a garage and put that car in there, does that car come in, turn, in, turn into a Christian thing? Does that car do anything? Huh? But if you pull in a garage and you got Christians there, that's the spiritually speaking. It ain't about the car that's in the garage. It ain't about the tools that are in the garage. But it's all about how they got there, why why the people are serving God, why they're able to do it. It's all to do and if we obey him accordingly and do exactly what he says he said I have already died for you hmm, gave his only son I think somebody said something earlier can you imagine giving your only son up for a crucifixion can you imagine what the father thought when Jesus went into the valley of the garden there and said cry till tears become sweat I mean sweat become Sweat became blood. Yes, hallelujah. God, devil was a liar. But he cried. He cried until sweat became blood. Trying to take his father. Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. Now, a lot of people will read over that, and they won't think a thing about it. Huh. Let this pass from me, if it be thy will. What did Jesus prove to us? He said an example to us as Christians. Hmm? He said, hey, if you pray for something and you don't get it, don't get mad at him. He didn't want you to have him. People get where they think God don't want to do for them anymore. But you know what? Sometimes we got to take a fast off that stuff. Sometimes it's good to fast. Sometimes it's good to fast the social media, the phone. It's good to it's good to do, be able to worship God more. How are we going to get stronger in the Lord? Huh? Get that connection made. That connection made where you say, Lord, I have laid my I have laid my life to you, and yet you are going to lead me and guide me into all truth. What is that? The Holy Ghost. The Bible plainly said it'll lead you and guide you into all truth. Well, I've gone a lot longer, but you know what? God told me somebody got to go to the bathroom. So <laughs> praise God. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to turn it back over to Brother Sammy.
Let's everybody stand. Praise the Lord. That scripture that he used today reminded me of our uh, founding pastor, Brother Hale. Uh, I've heard him preach that message many times. And the key word there, Jesus says, I am the true vine. Brother Hale said, if, since he specified true, that lets, lets him know that there's got to be a false out there somewhere. Amen. Jesus is the true vine. The devil's got all kind of counterfeits that we got to be careful with. But that's why he gives us his spirit. Amen. That's why he gives us his spirit. I'm going to do a course right now. And if anybody needs prayer for anything, amen. God is, God's spirit is here and God is, has all power. And he can, if you need to pray for whatever, we're going to give you this opportunity right now. Well, touching Jesus is all that got to be connected to the vine. There's no life if you're not connected. I got a pile of branches at my place now that uh, a recent windstorm come through, uh, broke them off from the tree, and now it didn't take long. They're all, the leaves are all dead and dried up, and it's the same way with our spiritual walk with God. We got to be connected to Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what it takes, amen, to have life and to have it more abundantly. Praise the Lord. I want to encourage you to be with us Wednesday night. Um, um, hopefully, we'll have uh, the plumbing situation taken care of by then. 
but uh, Wednesday night service is not that long anyway. I am teaching right now um, in the book of Psalms. We're talking, we're, we're going through the, the Psalms of Ascent. There were 15 steps in Jerusalem that went up to the temple to worship. And for those Psalms, beginning with Psalms 120, the people of God would sing these Psalms as they was going up to worship. See, worship was so important to them, as I told everybody last Wednesday night, they worshipped while they was going to worship. They worshipped while they was going to worship. You know, if we had our mind upon God as we was on the way to church, we wouldn't have to break through a lot of stuff when we got here. Amen. Hallelujah. But remember that um, for um, uh, Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And as I said right now, uh, next Sunday, it's still on for our fellowship breakfast. We're going to start serving at 9 o'clock. We'll serve from 9 to 9.45 and have a little fellowship before we get into and start our Sunday school class. Hallelujah. If all minds is clear, we will bow our heads and thank God for this service. Father, we come to you right now. We thank you and we praise you for this service. We thank you, God, for your spirit that we felt during the worship and everyone that's come, God. I pray your blessings upon everybody. Keep everybody safe as they head on the road back home. And we give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Let the church say, God bless you. We love you. In the-